Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. As we mentioned, it was an active week for Premier Doug Ford uh, with a number of announcements, and they weren't all about health care. Although the one we're going to talk about right now uh, is intertwined with that. Uh, the Premier was in Windsor last week, as you recall, where he announced what he calls as of right rules. Here's what the Premier had to say. A doctor from British Columbia or a nurse from Quebec who wants to come and work in Ontario shouldn't face barriers or bureaucratic delays to start providing care. These healthcare workers are highly trained. Other provinces and territories have the same high standards as we have here. So these changes, once implemented, will automatically recognize the credentials of healthcare workers registered in other provinces and territories so they can get to work as soon as they get here. It's uh, called as of right rules, and uh, it's uh, a fascinating new wrinkle that uh, I don't know if a whole lot of people were expecting to hear, not in this discussion anyway. Joining us to talk about this is Michelle Eaton. Michelle, of course, is the Vice President of Public Affairs with the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Good morning, Michelle. Good to have you with us again. Good morning, Bill, and thanks for shining a light on this. You know, you and I have talked about removing barriers to interprovincial trade so many times. You know this this announcement makes me particularly happy. Well, yeah, you've talked about this. I've talked about this. We've talked with Rocco Rossi about this. I mean, you guys have been advocating for this for I don't know how long now. Uh, and it was almost a sense of resignation that, well, they're probably not going to get that settled right away. But somebody's got to get the ball moving. It was welcome news, I think, in many circles when the premier made this announcement. Yeah, it's it's a no-brainer, but I think it's it, it, those those barriers sometimes can be complicated. But if someone wants from Alberta wants to work in Ontario, why are we going to make them jump through a hoop? So this, and for folks that aren't super familiar with it, if you if you're a healthcare worker, and of course we have labor shortages in healthcare in all kinds of uh, uh, parts of it, if they're already registered or licensed in another jurisdiction to practice. Um, they'll be able to do it immediately without having to go through the registration, without having some of the bureaucratic delays of processing, because we need people and we need people now, right? So it's good to see the government. I mean, the government's take, the government is really taking a lot of action uh, when it's related to healthcare right now, but it's good to see uh, this in one in particular, because um, uh, we shouldn't be putting up more barriers for people to get into the jobs they want to either. Yeah, I was reading some of the comments on social media over the last couple of days, and uh, a lot of people were surprised that these barriers even existed. I mean, I I guess a lot of us have heard about, you know, trying to remove barriers for foreign-trained workers. That's a phrase that a lot of people have used lately uh, to try to get people from offshore in here. And and, and that's something, by the way, that has to be done, too. But uh, nobody really was under the impression that that was actually happening from province to province. But uh, (laughs) interprovincial trade is sometimes more difficult than international trade sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, even, I mean, We've all we've all found flights to Europe cheaper than going to BC, right? And it's the same thing. There's all kinds of barriers from uh, from a trucker when they're driving across the country to alcohol movement. That's probably the one people are most familiar with. Um, but it costs it costs an average Canadian so much money. Like it costs the economy money. The fact that we have these barriers, it impacts trade and it impacts labor. Um, And right now with what's happening in our hospitals, there's extreme staff burnout. People are departing the industry. And beyond this, you've seen the government do a a number of things. Um, Everything from, you know, they've opened up a new grant um, to cover tuition for people that want to get into certain jobs uh, in nursing, um, they have done actually some stuff to make it easier for internationally educated nurses to join Ontario's yeah. workforce. Um, so they're 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 doing a lot of different things um, to expand 
uh, people to get into the profession easier, to get educated quicker. Um, it's nice to see uh, so many innovative approaches uh, being taken right now because the, the sector really needs it. And uh, as you mentioned uh, in your opening comments here, uh, they still have to, to go through the process here. If somebody wants to come from BC or Alberta or Nova Scotia or whatever, but they, they can start working in the meantime, because as you say, it could take some time uh, to go through all the paperwork and all this sort of stuff. But in the meantime, they're working and they're, they're, they're bringing their skills with them. It's, it's really cutting through red tape and uh, governments don't do that that often. So we have to embrace it when it does happen. Yeah, and this, I mean, this is a government that's, they have a minister dedicated to red tape. Um, so this is the, this is their, their wheelhouse. Um, and I'm pleased with a lot of the things that they've introduced, um, to remove those regulatory barriers for, uh, businesses and, and now workers. Um, but, uh, you know, seeing what's been happening in our hospitals, uh, this is going to be one other step, um, to lessen the burden on healthcare professionals. Um, and and get them going. The the other thing we'd like to see, I think, because it, it is an important step in addressing um, the health human resources crisis. Uh, but we encourage them to continue to develop a, a comprehensive strategy that leverages technology and health innovations to lessen the burden on healthcare professionals. Um, and hoping, I mean, listen, they, I, I, is, is he making another announcement right now? I don't know. It's been uh, he's been on the road. Uh, with his Minister of Health, and they've just been uh, they've just been uh, making announcement after announcement related to this, and and it certainly the the situation in Ontario certainly merits it. Well, yeah, barnstorming across the province uh, with announcements like this is uh, highly unusual this time of year. That's usually election campaign stuff, but, but to, you know the need was I think well documented though. The uh, healthcare sector in Ontario has uh, one of the highest job vacancy rates anywhere, 6.4%. Uh, so there was a need, and, and there are people there that I'm sure are ready, willing, and now able to, to say, you know what, I, I maybe I'll give Ontario a shot. Now, there's a few other pieces of legislation I think the Premier needs to, to rethink, including Bill 124, but uh, at least this opens the door anyway. Yeah, this opens the door, and uh, yeah, it, as you mentioned, the 6.4% um, job vacancy relate, rate is alarming. Uh, everything, I, they have to do everything in their wheelhouse right now. Uh, I talk to friends that are in the profession, they're burnt out, um, It's they're overwhelmed. Anything that the government can do to alleviate that, um, they must, and it looks like they're, they've hit the ground running with uh, taking action on that. Um, I know Mon uh, the Minister of Labour, uh, Monty McNaughton, he's done a number of measures too to help with, uh, um, and the same with work with post-secondary schools. Uh, it looks like a real full government approach. Um, the, the, the need is just so, it's just so high right now. Um, so pleased to see what, what they're doing. Well, that's one of the key pillars of, of economic development. And, and let's face it, healthcare is an economic development tool as well. Uh, and you've talked about this for, for the longest time right now. Yes, you want to attract new investment, uh, but you also want, you need to retrain what you, retain rather what you've got. And uh, we haven't been doing a very good job of that. And, and some of those, as, as we've talked about over past discussions, are extraneous factors. The COVID, nobody knew was going to come along. And, and that certainly had a huge impact on staffing at healthcare facilities. But uh, this, this is, as you mentioned, this is a way to shore this up and maybe ease the burden on some people so they don't walk away from that job. Well, and the, the, the healthcare issues were there prior to the pandemic, but the pandemic certainly, certainly really put a big strain on our healthcare system. Um, 
And at the Ontario Chamber of Commerce, we have a health policy council, actually, that's comprised of folks from a number of different industries that uh, work, do research uh, and provide recommendations related uh, to the provincial government on what what they need to do um, to make sure that our healthcare system is resilient, um, uh, whether it's related to the pandemic or beyond. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the big things they've been championing is a health human re- resources a strategy that's all encompassing. It's great to see. It's, it seems like the government's announced some components of uh, what we've been calling for. So it's great that they've been that they've been hearing us out. Um, but that that policy council, uh, they've just done a real bang up job of of bringing issues forward, um, you know, beyond the pandemic. But uh Certainly, during the pandemic, we were we were chatting with the government quite quite often about the issues we we're hearing from all sectors, including healthcare. No one thing is going to solve this, but it's going to have to be a strategy and 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 a number of components. And I think this certainly fits into that. And uh, congratulations to you. I mean, the 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 work that you and the chamber have done on this over the last number of years is is paying off, uh, at least in as far as this announcement is concerned. Always a pleasure, Michelle. Thanks so much for this today. Thanks so much, Bill. Have a great day. You too. Michelle Eaton, uh, Vice President of Public Affairs with the Ontario Chamber. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.